that is the sound of the standing ovation given after the screening of the King's Speech at the Toronto Film Festival on September the 10th, 2010. It was a North American premiere. The King's Speech, it stars Colin Firth, who plays King George VI, who is the father of Queen Elizabeth II, and he had a severe stutter, or as they say in the movie, a severe stam stammer. And he was king during the, the years of World War II and thereafter. The movie is centered around uh, the unlikely friendship that formed between King George VI and his speech therapists used, who used uh, pretty unconventional techniques and uh, he didn't like formalities. <laughs> so it made for a very interesting film to watch and a very entertaining one too. The speech therapist was played by Jeffrey Rush and the speech therapist's name is Lionel Logue. And I can only say that this is a great movie. It's supposed to be coming out in November. Uh, the United States, I'm assuming the same for Canada, and I'm assuming the same for the UK and around the world. Now, I'm not doing justice explaining the movie. I guess my only, the only way that I could describe it is, imagine going to your stuttering or stammering support group or your meetup, and one of the members there is a king. <laughs> That's what it felt like. The whole movie did not leave any any ridiculous stuttering myth unturned. It did not leave any of the usual silly suggestions that we get, you know, breathing and shove marbles in your mouth and all that. It covered everything. And best of all, the movie portrayed the stuttering experience perfectly. You could see the, frust the frustration in King George VI's eyes. You could see, or rather Colin Firth did a fantastic job at portraying uh, the struggles and, you know, the frustration and the, you know, the moment of triumphs too, you know, um, after he was able to do something. Um, uh, this will be a spoiler-free review. So you, so you don't have to worry about me <laughs> uh, let, letting anything slip. Um, I, re I'm, I'm, I really want to leave everything as a surprise. It's a very entertaining movie. A lot of funny lines, a lot of comedic scenes. I mean, after all, it is, you know, two guys that grow into a friendship together. You know, you have the speech therapist who, re who, who, is, who really believes that Prince Albert will, will make a great king. Um, who, you know, Prince Albert uh, became King George VI. Um, then you have Prince Albert and was really passionate and really, really determined to be able to say his speeches. Yet at the same time, the movie portrays um, him, you know, just like us, you know, uh, too afraid to try it or, you know, giving up, being really frustrated about it. Everything that you've ever thought about, every everything we've ever experienced was stuttering. I mean, there's even... Uh, the scenes, you know, where he talks about growing up, you know, in his older brother's shadow. I mean, imagine, not only do you have the stutter that your father, the king, always tries to beat out, well, not physically beat out of you, as far as we know, um, but, not, but I'm not insinuating that. Um, 
you know, trying to force that stuttering out of you. But you have your brother who um, is next in line to be king, and he's also charismatic. Um, and you're the quiet, shy kid. So, first thoughts as soon as we just walk out of a thing. No pressure. No, I was just saying that uh, I didn't find his stutter that oh, much oh. of a stutter. You're about to say you don't stutter. No, <laughs> no I'm not saying like it was that he box. didn't stutter. I just found maybe his acting wasn't very convincing. But everybody does stutter differently. Yeah. But yeah. I just was like, really? Like that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, maybe I should say that. Sorry, people. Even but, though it was long, awkward pauses. So he didn't actually first, repeat like, stuff. It was yeah. yeah, but throughout it, like I. I could see the tension in his face and his body and stuff like that. So then I was more convinced. But at yeah. first I was like, okay. But uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I was curious to know how he would stutter. So. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yourself, John? <laughs> yeah, I thought his stutter wasn't really sort of like done right it, this is the same thing it didn't it didn't at first, at first. it didn't because there's more there's more like pressure and tense and, and tense build up um like I and wonder people if even I know I know people who stutter like him and he didn't really have that like that tense like pressure stuff that happens so well, I have heard that in terms of that I kind of, yeah, you know, he didn't really hit the mark perfectly on the actual stuttering. I've heard that stuttering is being questioned, is it too broad of a term? Like, I am used to the idea that everyone stutters differently. So, to me, I think he did well. Maybe that is the way that he stuttered. I don't know. I don't yeah, know right, if yeah. there's even recordings exactly. or I'm if they were that's consulted. How he or, yeah. What about yourself, Mohammed? What do you think? About the movie? I, um, I don't know. No, definitely. I find that it was a good movie in general. I was, uh, for half of the movie, I was a little bit uh, disappointed because, I, you know, it's about the stuttering of the king. So I was uh, expecting to see like the consequences, the painful, the destruction, the impact of the stuttering in somebody's life, in his life, especially he's a, he's a, a personal, he's a, you know, a public figure. So I was, I wanted to see that how suffering it is, how destroying it is. You know, from time to time, but they were not insisting on it. But the last scene of the movie, yeah. not the preparation, coming how it's uh, you know the struggle it's you know he cannot leave you know his uh, his stomach is killing him his wife is bothering he cannot focus he cannot like everybody is feeling for him like he cannot see things he cannot think that's what stuttering definitely is and that was completely well shown in the movie i think it's uh, the last scene honestly was the best yes yeah. it totally <laughs> summed up the stuttering absolutely absolutely now there's a lot of it, it feels you when you have a fluent speech we're being kicked out even though colin firth is right there <laughs> but i was also thinking too that he did a lot of this speech 
lot of the things that we like the tricks yeah like he's trying My, to avoid uh, peoples <laughs> and, uh, he was avoiding doing the actual therapy a lot of the time like he insulted him on that right block, yeah right? and then trying to push him away here's a bit of trivia this uh, the venue that we're at to see the movie is where they filmed uh, scenes of the first X-Men movie. <laughs> Watch your step, eh? <laughs> oh, it's the outside. Oh, down there. No, but he was also very fearful, which showed a lot. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that, and those are a lot of the you know, characteristics of you know, stutter, people who stutter, like being fearful of most speaking situations. Yeah. And avoiding, he was avoiding a lot. And His embarrassment when he would stutter. And his worrying about how many more speeches am I going to do about this upcoming speech. Which is exactly what yeah, goes that's on. What yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and his embarrassment for sure when he would stutter with people's head would fall that's how I feel so I think it showed uh, his turmoil like his constant and I thought that's the life of a person who stutters that's pretty good in the public life depiction of it yeah and I think they, they did a good job of showing him as number two, kind of, because his brother was in line for King all his life. So I just imagine, like, they... Like, he, he also felt that he would that he feel that he would never safer, be... That he wouldn't have right, to be king. because his brother would be yeah. king. He'll produce an heir, and then that's, that's it. Yeah. So you see, like, the fear in his eyes throughout yeah, the movie yeah. as he's... As his brother is going towards, you know, marrying an yeah, application yeah, and all this. And yeah, yeah, him, yeah, right, right. Him going, oh God, I'm gonna be king. I'm gonna have to speak. Yeah. And so interesting. He was so afraid of, like, the speaking. You know, not so. I don't know so much the roles. Just really afraid of the speaking. And here we are saying, wow, they really got this the stirring experience spot on when. It was written by a stutterer. <laughs> yeah. Right? Isn't that what well, they know, said in the yeah, beginning? Right. That he would, that the writer, when he was a kid in the 40s, I think it was, that he would listen to the king on the radio and yeah. he'd say, well, if, you know, he can do it, so can I. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. thought that was so great. And that was my conversation with John and Rebecca and Mohammed, uh, three friends uh, that you have heard on, that you may have heard <laughs> uh, on previous episodes of stuttering is cool so i really really enjoyed the scenes with the bbc in there the whole you know all the radio all the radio equipment and you see them all uh, identified by the countries that they're transmitting to really really cool for me really really cool and a nice touch all in all totally go see the movie when it comes out dvd whatever just go watch it i highly recommend it there is course language in it so i'm just thinking now you know it would be great to show kids this 
<laughs> However, there's uh, chorus language. Now, I mentioned uh, this was at a gala presentation at the Toronto Film Festival. So that means um, it's just a fancy term for having presentations before the screening begins. So we got to hear from the director himself, uh, Mr. Tom Hooper, and we got to see Colin Firth, which all the ladies in the movie theater went nuts over. <laughs> Funny thing that happened, uh, the the director said, you know, I have a secret. I'm not supposed to tell anybody, but today's his birthday. Uh, it was Colin Firth's 50th birthday, and all the women in the audience started singing happy birthday. So we, so imagine a whole theater must have been a thousand people, maybe more. Actually, definitely more than a thousand people. All singing happy birthday. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. In this grave hour, perhaps the most faithful in our history, I send to every household of my people, both at home and overseas, this message, spoken with the same depth of feeling for each one of you, as if I were able to cross your threshold and speak to you myself. For the second time in the lives of most of us, we are at war. Over and over again, we have tried to find a peaceful way out of the differences between ourselves and those who are now our enemies. But it has been in vain. We have been forced into a conflict, for we are called with our allies to meet the challenge of a principle which, if it were to prevail, would be fatal to any civilized order in the world. It is the principle which permits a state in the selfish pursuit of power to disregard its treaties and its solemn pledges, which sanctions the use of force or threat of force against the sovereignty and independence of other states. Such a principle, stripped of all disguise, is surely the mere primitive doctrine that might is right. And if this principle were established throughout the world, the freedom of our own country and of the whole British Commonwealth of Nations would be in danger. 
but far more than this. The peoples of the world would be kept in the bondage of fear, and all hopes of settled peace and of the security of justice and liberty among nations would be ended. This is the ultimate issue which confronts us for the sake of all that we ourselves hold dear and of the world's order and peace, it is unthinkable that we should refuse to meet the challenge. It is to this high purpose that I now call my people at home and my peoples across the seas who will make our cause their own. I ask them to stand calm and firm and united in this time of trial. The task will be hard. There may be dark days ahead and war can no longer be confined to the battlefield. But we can only do the right as we see the right and reverently commit our cause to God. If one and all we keep resolutely faithful to it, ready for whatever service or sacrifice it may demand. And then, with God's help, we shall prevail. May he bless and keep us all. One thing I'd like to mention, there is a scene I can't believe I didn't even realize this. My friend that I went with <laughs> told us after. She goes, do you think that scene was showing avoidance? And I, I mean, I wish I could, ex I could describe this scene because I thought like it just pretty much described everything from, you know, fear of speaking to switching words to... Because you're switching words, your story doesn't make sense. You know, the typical, again, the typical thing that us stutterers go through. Fantastic movie, The King's Speech. Totally watch it. And totally send in your comments about how, what you think about the movie. I'm going to have another episode dedicated to now the official king of stuttering. It's cool. <laughs> uh, Coolstutter at gmail.com. Send in your audio, any sound format will do. And you can also contact me uh, on Skype. I have Skype voicemail. Please leave a voice message saying you can find me with coolstutter at gmail.com. And 
please do let me know who you are when you sign up so I know you're not some weird spammer that wants to try to sell me evil things. Uh, just say that you know me from my podcast. Otherwise, there's also email and same one, coolstutter at gmail.com. Thanks and uh, see you in two weeks or record you in two weeks, whatever.